This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a roundup of just how much agencies are spending to help their employees pay off those pesky student loans. If you've noticed it's taken longer to get a passport, there may be a reason for that. And there's a way the IRS could save millions of dollars by moving another service online. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's edition of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Agencies spent nearly 5% more on student loan repayments for their employees in 2017 compared to the previous year. That's according to the Federal Student Loan Repayment Program from the Office of Personnel Management. OPM says it's closely monitoring agencies' use of the program in a tough budget environment. Agencies told OPM student loan repayment incentives often help them recruit for hard-to-fill mission-critical positions. The State Department's Bureau of Consular Affairs has seen a slowdown in processing passport applications. Members of the National Federation of Federal Employees attributed to an increased workload and a decrease in staff. Despite a 35% increase in applications over the past three years, the number of passport specialists has decreased from 1,400 to about 1,200. NEFI urges the agency to hire another 200 specialists to keep up with demand. Taxpayers can easily file their returns online, but the IRS still requires them to send back a paper form if they need to correct or amend their return. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration says the agency will spend nearly $80 million over the next five years processing those forms when it could just allow filing changes online. The agency watchdog has urged the IRS to expand e-filing to include these changes in time for next year's filing season. There was a 6.2% growth in total program costs for the Army this year. That's an $11.6 billion increase. The programs most responsible for the increase include a buildup of a new Apache helicopter. That price jump is due to the Army building 13 more than expected. The Joint Air-to-Ground Missile Program is another one that saw prices go up. The program's cost is swelling by 20% after a revised estimate on production costs. The Office of the Director of National Intelligence has a new head of cyber issues. Christopher Porter will be the National Intelligence Officer for Cyber at the National Intelligence Council. Porter comes to ODNI from FireEye, where he was the Chief Technology Officer for Global Cybersecurity Policy. He was also a senior fellow at the Atlantic Council. In his new role, Porter will oversee the strategic analysis to support and advance ODNI's mission, which includes cybersecurity, cyber operations, and election security. He will also oversee the cyber portion of the National Intelligence intelligence estimates, and other documents to help advise and inform decision-making. After three years, the Defense Department finally has an Assistant Secretary for Health Affairs. Thomas McCaffrey is confirmed by the Senate to oversee military health care. McCaffrey's confirmation comes as the military is undergoing a massive overhaul of its medical organization, transferring their health facilities to the Defense Health Agency. DOD is also rolling out its new electronic health record system by 2023. The Veterans Affairs Department wrongly denied or rejected a huge number of claims for emergency health care. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. The department's inspector general says VA adjudicators inappropriately processed 31 percent of the claims they received for private ER care between April and September of 2017. Auditors aren't certain how many veterans were asked to pick up the tab for the claims VA denied, but they estimate more than 17,000 were affected. The IG says the errors were partly caused by pressure from within the department to process claims as quickly as 
possible and a lack of quality control. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. A prominent House lawmaker important to the field of federal technology will be leaving Congress. Texas Representative Will Hurd announces he will not be seeking re-election in 2020. He says he's looking to help serve his country in a different way without mentioning anything specific. The three-term congressman and former CIA officer played a major role in upgrading federal IT. He's the author of the Modernizing Government Technology Act, which became law back in December of 2017. The new Federal Mobility Group has a growing to-do list. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. Over the next 90 days, the Federal Mobility Group will deliver to the CIO Council a series of recommendations and updates to advance how agencies take advantage of mobile devices and services. First, the group has until the end of September to revise the mobile application playbook, which hasn't been updated since 2016. The playbook will address topics like 5G, security, and enabling emerging technologies. Second, the Federal Mobility Group has until the end of October to come up with recommendations on the policies, laws, and regulations that need to be reconsidered, especially in light of 5G. I'm Jason Miller. In a good day for the Justice Department, DOJ says a relaunched FBI-led operation resulted in the arrest of several sex traffickers and the recovery of over 100 child victims. Operation Independence Day, a revamping of a previously successful program, was carried out in July through 161 operations nationwide. The program included 86 FBI-led child exploitation and human trafficking task forces, along with the help of other federal, state, local, and tribal partners. Overall, more than 400 agencies participated in the task forces. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 